0: Are you ready to take control of your life, overcome the obstacles that have been holding you back? I'm Dr. D and welcome to Quitting Is Not an Option, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. I know what it feels like to be held back by past failures and setbacks as I myself Lost a multi million dollar business, home, investments, and marriage due to the bad acts of a CFO. But I rose from the ashes and recreated a new life. And now I am an accomplished author, gifted speaker, consultant, and life coach. And each episode will cover tips and strategies to overcome adversity, overcome fear and feelings of failure. We also have experts and special guests who share their inspiring experiences to support you every step of the way. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you towards success. Let's get started. Nutrition, exercise, and rest are essential for a healthy lifestyle. One cannot do without the other, and together they make you feel great each and every day. You've heard the term body, mind, and spirit, and the importance of them working together. Well, a healthy lifestyle consists, among other things, of eating healthy food, that's full of good nutrients, that will give you energy. Alongside this, adequate exercise and sleep are essential. Everything should be in balance for a healthy rhythm. Keep in mind, what is healthy for one person is not necessarily healthy for another. For example, eating and exercise schedules may vary from one person to the next, And still be just as healthy. But a healthy rhythm is what we're looking for. And that is required in the right proportions between food, exercise, and sleep. Let's talk about exercise. Exercise is very important as it is the most effective way to produce beneficial, healthy effects for the body. It can also play an important role. In the prevention of chronic diseases. What about a healthy diet? Following a healthy diet with sufficient varied nutrients is also important. A good combination of fruit, veggies, proteins, and carbs are crucial. Keep in mind, different bodies require different amounts of each. What about sleep? In addition to physical activity and nutrition, sleep is very important for a healthy lifestyle. Timing, duration, and quality of sleep is essential for many aspects of health. By sleeping enough, you give your body and your muscles time to recover and generate energy afresh. Regular exercise has both immediate and long-lasting benefits linked to cardiovascular health, resulting in lower blood pressure, healthier cholesterol levels, and better blood sugar regulation. When it comes to weight management, exercise combined with a healthy diet can make all the difference. Joining us today is Nathaniel Squall III. He was born in New Orleans He is a United States Navy veteran and a graduate of Howard University School of Business. Nate has been professionally personal training for seven years and he has a passion for inspiring individuals to love their body and it will love them back. His motto is CTMCTB which stands for Change the Mind, Change the Body. His efforts have not gone unnoticed in the community as he hosts a yearly Christmas giveaway, which provides homeless with foods and toiletries on Christmas Day. Nate loves the Lord and will continue to allow God to direct his path. Welcome, Nate. How are you doing, Dr. Carol? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us today and allow me to welcome the PFAM that's joining us from around the world and our new relatives who are just tuning in for the first time. Nate, we're so excited to have you because it's a new year and New Year's resolutions are front and center and the majority of them center around our bodies. So what are some ways to exercise, not just your body,
1: but your mind and spirit? Some ways to exercise your body in your mind, exercising your mind, definitely want to meditate and to exercise your body just using working out as a meditation. I tend to do it myself. that's adding music that I enjoy, if that's adding a gospel sermon, or if that's even adding a podcast like yours to my ears, is the way that you can meditate and you can use your mind and your body to exercise at the same time because we should look at exercising as a piece of mind. Thank you, Nate. That's great information
0: because oftentimes we don't throw the meditation piece in there. So thank you for putting that out there for our PFAM. What are some top exercises for body and mind benefits?
1: Some top exercises for the body, like I love to say, squats would be one of the best exercises for the body because it affects the whole entire body. When It works on your calves and works on your quads and even corrects your posture as we need to take the pain from that lower back area. But walking, jogging, and running is some of the best exercises also because we're moving our full body as we do that. And doing that will also allow you to exercise your body and you can push yourself. And that's where your mind gets into. You can push yourself. If you're a walker, you can push yourself to be a jogger. If you're a jogger, you can push yourself to do long distance. And if you do long distance, you can push yourself to do some sprinting or even some heel running. So that's a good way to work the body and the mind at the same time, because the mind mm-hmm. is going to push the body.
0: Nate, please tell our PFAM, what is the single best exercise? If a person can't do anything else, what is something that everybody can do if they don't have a gym membership, if they don't have a personal trainer, if they don't have access, they're on travel, living in a hotel room, what is the single best exercise?
1: The single best exercise for people of all ages would, once again, would be walking, jogging, or running because focuses on abs, focuses on legs, focuses on our arms. You're keeping your posture upright. You're keeping your abs in tight. and You're keeping your head forward so it takes the pain away from our neck as we bend down or holding something. And you can push yourself in ways that you wouldn't even imagine if you continue to do it every single day.
0: Thank you for sharing that. However, I'm going to come back to you and that is a lot of people have issues with hips or joints or what have you and they're not allowed to do squats. The body just won't allow it. What do we do when we have that situation?
1: When you have a situation where you can't do a lot with your legs, if that's not even walking, you can try to walk at least 30 minutes a day, you know, even if that's an issue I will always recommend just moving what you can move if your hands, if you can't do a lot with your bottom from problems with hips and problems with legs then moving things as such as shoulder workouts where you're either working on your shoulders or raising your hands in the air or even trying to work on your arms would be best. And you can literally just move your arms with some weights and get a weight where you can sit on a chair and just move it above your head, moving it below your head it can also help work on some other parts of your body also.
0: Okay. And this compound movement that you're talking about really is new information for me. I don't know how many other listeners are just hearing that for the first time, but once again, explain compound movement. So we walk away with that clear in
1: our heads. Compound movement is a movement that you're focusing on two muscle groups at the same time. So It's almost, just like I said, compounding is a combination of something. You're putting two things together that's going to give you one outcome. Once again, that is moving parts of your legs and then working something in your upper body at the same time. not really focusing on your abs because most things that you do with your legs will focus on your abs because you have to have balance when you're working with your legs. And balance comes from strength in your abs. So... These compound movements necessarily focus on everything from the chest, from the shoulders, and also the upper back area that you can do while implementing workouts for the bottom.
0: So, you mentioned squats being the single best exercise. Would you also consider squats to be the exercise king of all exercise, or is that just the best one? But what is the king of all exercise?
1: The king of all exercise, walking, and the reason why I'm walking, because walking and running or jogging, all three of those focus on all three body parts also. When you're walking, you're moving your hands. That's focusing your arms. You're moving your legs. That's focusing your calf muscles and also focusing your quads. And also, when you're walking nine times out of 10, you're not bending over. So you're having the up posture, which also will focus on your back. And up straight posture will also take the pain away from your lower back area that we experience in our L1s to L5s. So that's another exercise I would say besides squatting is just walking 30 minutes a day with some good music or some good motivation. Or your podcast will open a lot of people's eyes and let them get into that meditation mind to clean their mind, which will also then be able to help their bodies.
0: Great information. Thank you, Nate. Now, what are some ways exercise helps your mental health?
1: Exercise is the best thing for your mental health. And I say that because it's a clearing. You clear a lot when you're able to do that. So exercise is very big when it comes to your mental health. Um, It relaxes your body, uh, relaxes your mind, um, and it uh, gets you feeling good. Most time after exercise, most people are tired or uh, want something good food, but they feel good once they love their body. That's why I'm mentioning uh, loving your body is key because the mental is um, a lot dealing with self-love. And um, if you put it into love your body, you're doing something for yourself, which will also help your mental aspect at the same time.
0: Nate, then tell us when, from a nutritional standpoint.
1: What's the worst food you can eat? The worst food that you can eat from a nutritional standpoint is processed food, meaning foods that are canned, meaning foods that have preservatives in them. Things that you buy from the shelf that can sit on a shelf for six, seven months at a time are probably our worst foods to eat. And due to the fact those foods have things in them that we do not even know to preserve these certain foods, a lot of these foods are packed with sodium, which also affects our back fat, which is salt. And a lot of these foods are packed with small sugars. And some of these foods also that are processed have coloring on the food. And that coloring is not naturally good for our body when we grow older. So just avoiding some of those things down, taking those things out of our habits and uh, removing those taste buds will put our body in a better place. Back fat. What do you mean by that? So what I mean by the back fat is the fat that goes to that makes us tired, that we like to call um, the sugar goes to the front of your stomach and the salt goes to the back. So the tire that we have and most men and most women deal with it. We want to affect that and try to decrease that. We have to remove the salt and we have to remove the sugar. And food that are white are not necessarily healthy for us. Rice and sugar and flour and salt and even creamy things, even milk sometimes. Most of all these things are not healthy for our bodies. They add extra fat. They had sugar and they had a lot of salt to it. Okay.
0: Well, that's good news to hear. PFAM, are you listening? Are you jotting down some notes so we can dive into this new mind, body, spirit going forward for this year? Nate, what's one thing that we think
1: is good,
0: but it really is a misconception?
1: One thing. A lot of us think coffee is good. They inform us to drink black coffee, but most of us are not going to do that. So we tend to put other things in coffee. And that's what makes it bad for us because now we gain liquid calories. And those liquid calories can be found in orange juice or even apple juice that we may buy from the store. Or even Diet Coke and things like that, which says no sugars and no sodium. But the things that are put into these bottles is liquid calories. And liquid calories is some of the worst things that for our body has a lot of sugar. And long I said, that sugar keeps that tire going around our stomach that we want to decrease. So just take away the liquid calories, go more to water, move away from sugars, move away from a lot of things that have a lot of sodium. If we pick up a Coca-Cola bottle right now, you're going to see there and say, within a 20 ounce bottle, you have 65 grams of sugar in that one bottle. So just imagine going through your whole entire life, drinking over a hundred bottles of Coca-Cola. You didn't put over 6,500 grams of sugar in your body. And then we wonder why our bodies can't ever get to a certain position. We have to watch the things we put in them. So the liquid calorie is the one Mm -hmm. we really need to be careful with. Yes, ma'am. The liquid calories is what we need to watch out for. I recommend continuing to drink water. And I recommend really paying attention to the sodium levels and the sugar levels, anything that we put into our body. It's going to come with a, a taste bud change, but it's something that you can do and it's something your PFAM can make sure that they can do also.
0: Beautiful. How about dieting? Is dieting really good for you? Most trainers come with a nutrition plan that's attached to the exercise plan. Is that considered dieting? Is dieting really when you just cut back any amount of calories
1: and is it good for you? Dieting is is great, but I believe you said earlier within the podcast, dieting works, Intermittent fasting works. So you have to figure out, like you said earlier, what's good for your body, for the person. Everyone is different. Everyone else has different genetics. We come from different places. So dieting may work for one person while intermittent fasting may work for another person. Or the 80-20 rule may work for another person, meaning 80% of the time, I'm going to eat healthy, watch what I eat. of the time I'm going to eat as I like to, and that may work for your body. So it's really just honing in into what works for you. Chicken may work for one person, steak may work for another. Rice may work for one person, pasta may work for another. So when it comes to dieting, I really don't like to say that it works. I just like to say you have to find out what's best for you. And when you do that, you'll be able to start seeing your body move to the place that you would like it to be.
0: And let's talk about that all-important sleep, which Mm -hmm. I don't get enough of. How much sleep should one
1: get every night? Everyone should at least push for eight hours of sleep. But understanding life, you can't necessarily do that at times. But that's why I recommend to coming back to fitness. If you start your day off with fitness, you will notice you'll wake your body up. You'll be energized. You'll be ready to tackle the day. And you'll be able to take out a lot of things. And tasks that you have to do throughout the day, and when it comes time to 10 p.m., 9 p.m., your body is starting to wind down. And when your body's winding down, you're already going to that sleep mode. So we need at least six plus hours. I know eight is probably uh, recommended by doctors, but I recommend six due to the fact of the life that we live. A lot of people have second jobs. A lot of people have side hustles. So you have to accommodate that, but make sure you you get your sleep in. And just a myth is no such thing as catching up on sleep. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So are you telling me after I push hard the entire week, I can't catch up on
1: Saturdays and Sundays? You can catch up on Saturdays and Sundays. But if you would notice, how many times have you slept past eight or 10 hours and how much tired you are? Sometimes you wake up and you be like, wow, I didn't miss half of my day. We only have 24 hours to sleep, six to eight hours. Okay.
0: What are some ways to break the bad habits we have conditioned ourselves to just get engaged in?
1: When it comes to food, one of the best ways I feel to break the bad habit is weigh yourself. If you can consistently every week weigh yourself and take pictures of your sides and your fronts, you will eventually push yourself to want to cut weight and want to get better. So keeping track of how much are you losing by week, keeping track of how many inches did you lose? Because when you put those inches back on, something to come in your mind, like, well, what did I do this week to get me to that point? And that can be bad eating. That can have been a trip. That could have been going home. So I just recommend just keeping track. That'll really help you. It has helped me, myself, continue to push forward. Once I say, once you look at your body and you love your body, it's going to love you back. So if you love your body, you're going to make sure that you're not going to get bigger than what you are if you're looking at it by a week. And then if you stay at the same size, then you have an answer to yourself. Why am I still here? Because you forgot the key important part in life and even in work, which is consistency. And you have to be consistent and being consistent with your foods, being consistent with your workout regimen, being consistent with what you have to do to get throughout the day. And that'll help you get to what you need to be. So consistency tracking your body.
0: Wow. I knew about the weighing thing, but taking photos, I'm sure that would be a wake-up call for all of us. So, Nate, I know you've been training, what, seven years now, and you also did personal training when you were serving the country. What fulfillment do you get from training individuals, and why do you do it?
1: I do it because it's a gift that God gave me to do, to inspire others. And the fulfillment I get is when I can see a person get to a point where they no longer need myself. I'm here to make everyone better, not here to keep everyone underneath need me. So my goal is to inspire them to get to a point where you can go to the gym and push yourself. You can go be consistent yourself. You can be dedicated yourself. Because we tend to not understand, you can pay a personal trainer to train you three days a week. That's fine. But you have to do work on your own to get to the point that you need to get to. You have to go to the gym on those off days to get to the point you need to get to. You have to eat those foods when your trainer's not around you for that one hour out of 24 hours, get to the point you need to get to. So what fulfills me is when I see my clients just thought the understand things better, understand effective workouts and not Instagram workouts, meaning workouts that are not not effective. Um, A lot of workouts we use or we copycat others, but some things we copycat are necessarily not effective just because it may look cool. That's what fulfills me when my clients can sit here and, and become inspired and they understand the process that once they change their mind, their body will follow. And they ask about the mind where your mindset puts you in a consistency. Your mindset gets you dedicated. Your mindset wakes you up and say, I need to go do something different than what my trainer has given me to push to the point I want to get there. And then your body will follow. So everything starts at the top and then the bottom will follow right after. Beautiful, Nate. That's great information.
0: This show is about quitting is not an option. That's the podcast title. And we always enjoy people like yourself who come on, whose commitment and wants to leave a legacy of inspiring and empowering. We're so excited that that's a part of what you do. Another part of what you do is providing for the homeless, food and toiletries every Christmas day. And that speaks volumes as well. Can you tell us just a little bit about that and Why does that resonate
1: with you and why you refuse to quit doing that? Because God told us to help the poor and he's going to bless our hand. He said in Proverbs 19 and 7, whoever is generous of the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his deed. So me giving to the homeless is just something that I know I'm supposed to do. I was blessed to be in a position to be able to take care of myself and take care of others in when you understand that most of those who are homeless are homeless because they gave up, they quit. they let quitting become an option. And no, you can't save anyone, but what you can do is touch somebody by your words. and sometimes you just need to touch one person who can inspire others. So that's a big reason on why I give back. Any one of us could be them at any given day. And if we was there, we would want someone to sit there and say, hey, you can do this. You can change around. You don't have to be on these drugs. You don't have to be down. There's hope for you, even though you can't see it. And um, that's what I do when I go out there. Rather than sending money and throwing money around and going out there and giving out food. If I do give out food, I'd rather talk to each and every single person. I hear their story. I let them know I'm here with them. I interact with them because we tend to forget just because they're homes that they're people. So that's the main reason I do that, to let them know they have a friend and to be that light for them, that they can become something better and they can be something better. And this is not it. And as your podcast is, quitting is not an option.
0: I really appreciate you joining us today. Nate, you have inspired and empowered our PFAM and you have left them with tips for a mind-body-spirit connection. You've also shared with us the importance of giving back. So thank you once again for joining us. Please tell us,
1: how can the PFAM find you? PFAM, if you guys are looking for me, you can find me at bodiedbynate at gmail.com. If you need to send me an email, have any questions, and also you can find me on Instagram at bodiedbynate. Once again, that's body starting with a B O. D-I-E-D-B-Y-N-A-T-E on Instagram.com. And here shortly, I'll be standing up an online business that will provide tips, give you guys a option to donate our annual Christmas giveaway and also provide you with daily workouts that you can do at home or in the gym. And once again, like I say, I'm here to inspire you and to help you to become a better person than what you already are. And we must change the mind and then our body will follow.
0: Thank you once again, Nate. Thank you for your time today. And thank you, Pete. Fam, Allow me to leave you with Jeremiah 1714. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. Thank you once again for joining us. Take care and be safe. Thank you for listening. I hope you found today's episode valuable and inspiring. Remember, you have the power to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. If you want to continue on your journey towards emotional freedom and achieving your full potential, be sure to visit drdcarol.com. That's dr. D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com for more resources and information. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that quitting is not an option.